This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On today's show, we talk about a game that had almost everything. Welcome to Barapod. There goes the final whistle. And Steve Richard, sealed promotion. And in style here at the Lamex Stadium. And on run the fans. Hello, gents. How are we? Yeah, how do I have everything apart from fucking goals, isn't it? Goals and competent referee. There we go, Fiona. He's got a swear word in. Thank <laughs> you, Pat. Yes. Hello. Hello, Adam. Debutants Fox Foxcroft, Boxcroft, whatever your name is. It's it's at least one of those. How many people did you ask who said no before you asked me? No one. You were the you were the first and only. Uh, so you were just expecting a lot of no's. That's that's fine. <laughs> I must be the least qualified guest you've ever had on here by a country mile. Incorrect. So, if if we look at your if we look at your CV, then perhaps. <laughs> however, um, uh, um, no, you were at the Stevenage game, and while I'm not sure that you know much about football, um, hey. you know enough. I, I mean, if if qualifying to appear on this was just being at the game, then yes. I mean, I'm I mean, you're at, you're at the you are at the game, and you're a Tottenham fan, so that's like fifty percent of the criteria to actually appear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So he's a Tottenham fan, but uh, he won a he won a uh, he won a competition to, for some free tickets. Yeah, I won a competition that I didn't even know I'd entered. <laughs> Um, yeah. all, all I naively did was sponsored some prick I know who was doing a sponsored swim. Whoa, I thought, whoa, I don't, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I was doing something for charity. At least, like, call me a prick for a valid reason. I mean, you're, <laughs> I'm not calling you a prick for that reason. I'm just, just ex- explaining. Um, I was more than happy to donate to your worthy cause. Um, I didn't know what I was letting myself in for. I didn't know I was entering a raffle. Um, I was somewhat surprised to receive a message telling me that I'd won. Um, <laughs> but the, the prize didn't have a, a cash value alternative. So here I am um, taking my family to see Stevenage versus Portsmouth on the 26th of August. I'll tell you what, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, well, so let's... Um, I suppose we should talk about the game or perhaps, perhaps we should talk about the sort of pre-game and some of the nonsense throughout throughout the week because sorry Adam you're probably gonna have to sit sit a lot of this bit out um but we um we obviously we've got a bit of an injury crisis at the moment really struggling for defenders um as you know our our downturn in form last year was struggling for defenders and our it hasn't been a downturn in form it was a downturn in game last weekend um pat did you have any inkling that the lineup was going to look the way it did today because it was a bit different i was expecting 442 on the basis that we didn't have three fit center backs to start a game we saw sweeney yeah. return to the bench which was nice but yeah um and then we- in the warm ups it didn't look like it was going to be four because there was only three warming up as a back three uh, Butler, mm-hmm. Piagiani and uh, the <clears throat> three you'd expect I was kind of expecting McDonald to be the kind of makeshift right back he's the kind of 
veteran midfielder. He's experienced and can, and he's still got decent pace. And yeah. after a fairly short period of the game, that's kind of what happened. It felt like they started trying to go 4-4-2 in defence, 3-4-3 in attack, but they weren't switching fluidly enough, which was allowing Portsmouth to create really easy two-on-ones down both flanks and causing us a lot of problems. So they switched yeah. that around to... Uh, a more traditional four four two, albeit with a very um, standing right back who did an excellent job on the day. I thought. Well, yeah. So I mean, I in my in my pre match notes, I wrote fuck knows Burroughs formation could be four three three, five three two, four four two diamond or three four three. Yeah, um, and they had right backs. Right backs don't traditionally wear the number seven. <laughs> no. no, he's not a right back. Um, Mr. Alex McDonald. He's not a right back. Um, and we were we were quite worried when we saw the team sheet uh, over in the uh, the, me- the media box because uh, we thought he was going to play there again and he didn't have a great day out in Reading. I mean, nobody has a great day out in Reading, do they? Let's be fair. But, um, <laughs> he, he, he was a makeshift right back and he didn't, he didn't enjoy the afternoon. Um, but he, I thought he was... Absolutely stellar today. I think my man of the match, personally, I think he was absolutely fucking everywhere, putting in tackles, winning the ball cleanly and regularly, winning headers, which is bizarre for a man who's all of five foot two. Mm. There was a moment about 10 minutes in where Butler tucked inside as their winger went inside, which left Jamie Reid handling their left back and another midfielder who drifted out there to overload, to which Reed's response was, well, I'm going to charge the centre-back who's got the ball on the halfway line and leave two in with nobody behind me. And at that point, I thought, oh, my God, we're going to be in for a long day here. But we didn't yeah. see Reed defending that flank again. He was uh, switched around with Forster Kasky. He did much more um, safe work down that left-hand side. Well, about 15 minutes in, we went... So we started 4-3-3, really, with... Um a midfield three of Forster Kasky and the two Thompsons. Um, but we could very... We, the top, the top, the, definitely not twins. Um, but we moved to four to... If that's your contributions all day, I'm all here for it, mate. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but we changed to like a four-two-three-one where we had the two Thompson... The Thompson twins, that's what they are now. The Thompson twins um, sitting a little bit deeper... And then we had um, Forster Kasky off the left flank, Jordan Roberts through the middle, and Jamie Reed outright with um, Presley up front. Um, and we very much sort of matched their shape in that respect. And it meant we were man for man through the middle of the park. And it just made for a much better tie after that. Um, we started fairly brightly, but we did struggle in the middle of the park until we made that change, which you know, it was only 15 minutes in, so it wasn't too bad. Um, I think the first chance for Borough fell from a long throw-in where um, uh, McDonald took the long throw-in into the box onto the head of uh, Presley and then he nodded it into the middle and I think it was Reed who uh, who headed the ball onto the to the far corner and the goalkeeper made a quite good acrobatic save. Um, we saw that sort of tactic a lot um, throughout the game with uh, us targeting Presley for a for a first for a sort of flick on from from throw-ins and from free kicks. Unfortunately, for the rest of them, Pidge decided he was there as well, which is I saw you tweet about it, Pat, and that was thoroughly disappointing. It was they kept kind of going for the same ball and blocking each other out from it and making it very easy for Portsmouth to clear their lines and. Frankly, given the amount of help they got from the referee, allowing them to wrestle Presley most of the rest of the game, they didn't need assistance from Pidge doing that as well. No. Um, uh, the flaw in inviting a fan of a team that, not just a fan of a different team, but like not a fan of Stevenage is, I want to go, Adam, what did you think? <laughs> Come on, talk, drop, your, drop your tactical brilliance. <laughs> I, I wasn't here for the tactics. Um, I was I was just here for the the here. I'm not there. I'm not there anymore. I'm back at home. Um, I was just there for the fun. Um, it the yeah. I mean, the, 
tactically, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know who is who has the ability to to play what role necessarily. And um, based on the circa four Stevenage games that I've uh, I've witnessed at the <laughs> at the Lamex, but yeah, the it was a strange first half because it was entertaining. There weren't that many clear cut chances. It's quite cagey, wasn't it? A, a little bit. The, but it, there was there was a bit of fire to it, and I'm, I'm, I imagine that we'll get on to discussing the referee, um, who. Well, go decided... on. Let, let, that's, hang on, that's probably a good place to start for you, to be honest. Um, with you, with you not really knowing loads of players, we're going to get pelters for bringing on a, someone who's got a, hasn't got a fucking clue about any other players on the pitch, aren't we? Um, <laughs> let me be, let uh, me be clear. This wasn't my idea. Um, no, but you agreed to it. You agreed to it. You're just as culpable. Um, no, but talk to okay. Talk to us about the refereeing. Um, as a Tottenham fan, you're used to blaming the ref, aren't you? So let's. Uh... Well, not not so much recently, um, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Dean mm. is our hero, uh, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he just. I mean, it just seemed to want to well funnily enough funnily mentioned mentioning Mike Dean as a guy who wants to be the center of attention all the time um and that was the case with this guy Simon what what was his name uh, you're better May. prepared than I, I think, am I imagine I think you'll find it was a uh, shithead <laughs> Simon shithead um he yeah he just he just seemed to like I've I've seen I've seen league one football before I've, <laughs> I've seen the 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 style of play that you tend to get and the, the the style of tackling that you tend to get there was nothing out of the ordinary that was going on um it was no. it was a well fought game i don't i don't think there was any particular bad blood between any of the players there was the odd tackle flying in there was but it it was it was an no, honest no, game it was to fisticuffs um yeah if that's what you want to call it but it, it just didn't it didn't feel like the sort of game that warranted a referee just well, wanting to take take charge, shall we say, the way he did? Yeah, yeah. Um, it did. It just didn't didn't make sense to me. Um, there were incidents that just warranted laughing off. Um, that instead of laughing off, he would just get his cards out. Um, yeah, I imagine we'll come to the main one. The f- the first one that just the first thing that happened that got the attention of a lot of fans around me and and myself was inexplicably giving a corner to Portsmouth in the first half for a cross that missed everybody. Yes. Um, and always a good barometer is where no no Portsmouth player appealed for a corner. Not a single yeah. one. Um, and, like, if, if you're a referee, surely you would engage your brain to the point with a, a little bit of common sense. Oh, I'm not, not 100% sure here. Mate. Was, could there have been a deflection? It was nowhere near anybody. Could there possibly have been a deflection? Are the are the the attacking team appealing for a corner here? No, they're not. Goal kick. Let's move on. No, no. Let's uh, let's be the centre of attention. Award a controversial corner. And as soon as you do that, you've got the crowd on your back, and so the spotlight is on you. And that that may be what he wanted. And... They booked Louis Thompson today for sliding in front of a guy cleanly kicking the ball out of play and then the guy ran into him and fell over him and it was like yes I, I could have understood if you'd given a foul against Butler who did sort of jostle the guy as he turned him which allowed Thompson the time to get across in front and make the tackle in the first place but they didn't do that they didn't even signal play on from what Butler did they just the line the assistant referee flagged and the referee booked Thompson for a clean tackle and it's one of the worst yellow cards I've ever seen it was a superb tackle yeah, it, it really was. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Um, yeah, we we wasted a lot of time last season talking about how utterly, utterly abysmal uh, referees in League Two were, and I think so far we might be seeing a worse standard of refereeing <laughs> this season. Would you agree with that? Because I, I think I think the ref ref at Reading was f- absolutely dire. I didn't think it could get worse, but he. Didn't... I don't want to say it's the worst, the worst refereeing performance I've ever seen because it's quite extreme. 
I mean, it makes you long for Trevor Kettle, doesn't it? That's <laughs> oh, <laughs> not, not that bad. Goodness me. I mean, I mean, I, I assume you're just saying that because you saw Kay tweet it. But... <laughs> I didn't, actually, but that, <laughs> that's a brand. Yeah, Trevor Kettle. Trevor Kettle's a scumbag. If it was consistently harsh, you'd be fine with it. But the fact that he was letting them get away with just mugging Presley for the entire game, pulling him yes. down by his shoulder and by his neck, just blatantly. Like, there was one on the halfway line that got all the managers up out the bench, and it was just like, yeah. how do you miss and The result, the result in a Portsmouth throw-in. Yeah, and then they went back and brought Rainer a bit later. Yeah, Paul spent more time in Presley's shirt than Presley did. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and not even subtle. And the, the, huh. the point, about 50 minutes in, Jordan Roberts realised that the best way to deal with the high ball was to jump into the player who was defending him, knock that guy on his ass, and then pick up the second ball because they weren't giving fouls for that. And he did that for the next 20 minutes until the referee got himself hurt by being a dickhead. And then we got swapped <laughs> in a slightly more competent guy who was actually giving fouls to uh, players well, getting manhandled. We're getting ahead of ourselves here a little bit. That's all sort of into the second half. Let's let's, let's backtrack slightly. I think um, Aaron Presley probably missed the best chance of the game on 31 minutes. Um, Maka took a throw in. Uh, didn't really go very far. Balls recycled back out to him. And he whipped in across that when he hit it, I thought, oh, it's a bit low. But it whipped around the entire back line to Presley. Just inside the six yard, but I think he was just inside the six yard box, and he missed from he missed from five yards. Yes, he put the ball over from over. five yards. It's just so criminal. We, you can't miss those, especially in games like that. Yeah, Portsmouth had a similar miss at the other end, second half, and uh, mm. hearts were in mouths in the east. But um, yeah, you you want to be putting those in more often than you don't. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Especially in a game like that, where chances are kind of at a premium. Like it, it, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it. I, it wasn't the sort of nil-nil where I'm watching this game thinking from twenty minutes in that this this looks like a nil-nil because it, it it didn't. You felt that either either team could could score at, at any point really, but yeah. Uh, but as as I said previously, it weren't, there weren't that many guilt edge chances. So you feel like when when something like that comes along, it was a day you know if you you, you bang that in, that's the difference. Um, mm. And it it wasn't yeah it wasn't going to be a three three. So yeah, these these chances matter all the much more. The yeah. frustration yeah. for me first half was Stevenage weren't really looking to build possession and kind of craft their chances. They were banging it forward to spring quick counter-attacks and trying to pick up throw-ins and then build from the long throw-ins. But it was all feeding off those sort of situations where you're trying to force a mistake from the defence rather than crafting it yourself. And maybe that's testament to how good Portsmouth are and how well they pressed us and structured their defensive units. But it wasn't until the second half, until we got a bit more space on the pitch, that we started to see Stevenage actually moving it around amongst themselves and crafting things a little bit more rather than shaping and chasing. Yeah, I mean, so some of my my halftime notes were almost all about um, Portsmouth. I wrote nothing about Stevenage, so uh, the the word almost is inaccurate. Uh, <laughs> Pompey moved the ball well most of the time. Not sure where their main threat is though. Twenty five is fast. Twenty and one is good. Absolutely no support though, um, and I think that's uh, that's sort of indicative of that first half. Um, Kamara down the right, their right flank was. Looked a threat. Um, he had a good good battle with Butler. And he, in that first half, I wonder whether he actually uh, he he might have been winning that draw slightly. Um, but- s- similarly, Sparks down the left flank had a really good draw with McDonald, and McDonald won that one. My favourite moment of the first half was um, Kamara's shaped to take Butler down the line, and Butler went, "Come on, then!" And he went mm, cut inside, yeah. snuffed out by the <laughs> midfielders. <laughs> Did he actually say, shout, come on then? I, I heard it from the East, yeah. Because Butler was thundering in at people and getting to them just as they start in their first touch. He does, he does. That sort of moment. His, his reading of the game makes him a real pain in the ass to receive the ball against. Yeah. Because he is on you immediately every single time. If your first touch is perfect, you're probably going to do him. 
But if it's anything less than perfect, he's won the ball and you're in the mud. Yeah. And he's got an incredible motor. He was still going 78 oh, yeah. in all over the place. Yeah. Um, lovely bit. We had, the, I think, the best the best sort of forward move, the counter-attack that we had in the first half where the ball sort of breaks forwards and we get, um, it comes through to Presley sort of inside the centre circle. He and he and Roberts move re- move the ball really well between them to release Reed, who then, surrounded by three three or four Portsmouth players, managed to dribble 30 yards down the other end of the pitch um, and then take an incredibly tame shot from outside the area when... Uh, Presley was in support to his right and wide fucking open. If 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 really could have could have poked the ball through to him as a professional footballer in that space, I think it, it's one nil or you should have your uh, contract ripped up. Um, so it's a so it's a real shame that uh, really couldn't find Presley there. I had my head in my hands there. Just classic case of doing the hard part. Yeah, things things open up. You, you've got options. He chose, well, yeah, he chose the wrong option, but also he didn't, yeah, it was a tame shot, as you say. That's quite common for Reedy, to be fair. Yeah, he'll 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 take two or three shots and they'll be like, I mean, I, I, I'd call him a daisy cutter, but it probably would bounce off the daisies and then he'll smash one in, and, but then he'll smash one in from 30 and everyone will go, big call Reedy. <laughs> and that's, that's him in a nutshell. Mm. Um... Second half, uh, again, relatively cagey start to the game. Starts the second half. Um, and then there was that real sort of goal mouth scramble where Lewis uh, Thompson ended up in the north stand. Uh, yeah, forced, right, forced right. This was, I want to talk about this. He yeah. literally was right in front of me. Um, yeah. My side of the hoardings. Uh, to the point where... Like one of the stewards was there, and, and all he all he did was just try to signal to the dugout to get your physios to come over, um, rather than actually say like he's this, this guy's clearly in pain. I was this close to getting up myself to check yeah. on him. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, literally five yards in five yards in front of me from the fourth row. Um, <laughs> yeah, straight straight over the hoardings. Like he, yeah, ov- yeah, obviously hurt himself. And then then you have the charade of getting your, getting himself back on the pitch to yes. enforce a, enforce a stoppage. Um, there's a lot of shenanigans. Um, <clears throat> we had we had uh, we had some of that in the first half as well. A couple of couple of injuries. Yeah, it's typical league on football. Yeah. That hmm. T A H. About to take a goal kick. Now I'm going to roll over instead, um, which is a quite, which was enjoyable. Yeah, he got his booking later on for uh, taking an entirely oh, normal that's... amount of time over a goal kick. If if that was a booking, Paul Farmer should have been booked 17 mm. times a game. Yes, but he got the this is this was ref number two by this point. This was ref number he got, two. Yeah. Got the got the yellow card out for that. Um, with with no irony whatsoever about the fact that the booking, the act of making the booking and then making him retake the goal kick added you know, 20, 30 seconds, which didn't get added on to the 11 minutes yeah. that were already allocated. Um, so, yeah, oh, yeah. utter, utter think, nonsense. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the uh, the, f- the fourth official was just... God, that's old, isn't it? Fourth official. Well, well by that point, um, was the fourth official the original first official? Yes. Did they actually swap duties? He was. So, so that, that's, that's the reason. The the original fourth official, who was now the first official, uh, I think he was just like, I'm going to have to yell a card you because you're taking a piss, but I do not want this to carry on. Um, <laughs> 55 minutes is when uh, Forster Kasky and Rafferty, uh had a little go at each other. So I was in the perfect position to see what was going on. Apparently 90% of the ground couldn't see it, but I was right in line with what happened. So 50-50 tackle, they both slid in. JFC won the ball. Stevenage were progressing. Um, Rafferty threw two, maybe three punches into Forster Kasky's midriff area as Forster Kasky was trying to get back up. People then stood up around me and it looked as though, but I might not have seen this bit clearly, it looked as though JFC then 
turned round and whacked Rafferty back, give him a real thump back. Absolute, oh, see, des- I, absolute I, I deserved reds is what it is. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's interesting. I, I because the ball the ball went away. I did, I was doing what probably most people were doing and kind of following the ball. I saw the initial mm-hmm. tackle, which was fine, and then all the shenanigans that followed. <clears throat> miss, yeah. If the if punches happen, then then fair enough. I miss those. Rafferty absolutely landed two 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 or three, hundred percent. Um, I don't know how powerful they were. They were sort of like, obviously, like, he'll be, he'll be going, oh, I was just trying to get him off of me. But they were punches. Uh, and JFC, certainly, you know, his hand his hands came back down onto Rafferty. So, they were warranted red cards, both of them, all day long. Well, that, that, that changes my, <laughs> my whole feeling about it. I certainly saw the kiss. Did you see the kiss? I didn't see the kiss. There was There was a kiss. Um, towards the end of it all, uh, when the when the referee was already over there trying to trying to deal with it, um, which I mean that that can <laughs> that it's can bizarre. work one of two ways, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, but what what did you see of the incident, Pat? Very little. I think I saw Foster Cassidy going what looked a little bit late for a fifty fifty, and thought this might be a free kick to Portsmouth, and then. The ball broke our way and the referee didn't stop it, so we carried on. And looking back at it, it looked like Rafferty was holding Forstakowski down as he tried to get back up and get back involved in play. Um, and then, yeah, ref pulled it back. Looked like we like he booked Forstakowski. I didn't see any reds brandished. And then a few minutes later, the folk who were standing with him went, hang on a minute, says on the official Twitter feed that two players got sent off and we didn't see any red cards brandished. So Yeah, so yeah, no, no, both both he 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 sent the Force Cascade off the immediately. Side on. The car must have been side on from your angle because it was maybe it was very red in colour. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the the card came out very quickly for JFC. Took a little bit longer for Rafi. So and they both, both left the pitch pretty quickly with no... Uh, no, Rafferty, Rafferty, no, Rafferty didn't. didn't. Rafferty no. was slow to leave. Yeah, arguing with the referee, then arguing with the fourth official. I was slow to leave. Really, really. Yeah. The point I was where I was... drinking this week. <laughs> Honestly, uh, the, the guy sat next to me was in, reached the point where he was just incredulous at everything. Um... Uh, but most, we, fans, most weeks, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but I felt the need to actually count the players on the pitch after that incident because I hadn't seen I hadn't seen a Portsmouth player leave, um, and mm-hmm. yeah, I actually because I didn't trust the referee to do it at that point. <laughs> uh, I'm not what? sure what I'd, what I'd have done if I discovered they still had eleven on the on the. Stop them on and give him a piece of your mind. <laughs> Write a strongly worded letter to his mum, or just froze like I had the opportunity to uh, attend to or, an injured player right in front of or, me. Or or you would or you would tweet it and let the let the Twitterverse know how pissed off you were. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I would do exactly. exactly Send that. a photo of the bad parking to the internet, and the internet will judge you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, on sixty minutes. In a perfect sort of juxtaposition of what Adam said about it, it looked like either team could score, I read, I wrote, this has nil-nil written all over it. <laughs> obviously, obviously, after the red cards, um, I thought we were the better of the two teams after the reds. Um, there was so much space. Portsmouth, the way Portsmouth were playing at times, they were sort of, they looked just happy to knock it around the back between themselves. They lost all momentum. They didn't really look like they wanted to attack very much um, until sort of they started making they started making substitutions, um, which is reflected by the fact that uh, until up until the red cards, their pass success rate was fifty eight percent. After in the in the ten minutes after the uh, red cards, that went up to seventy two percent. Just just knocking around. They had no no. No sort of drive or desire to win that as a competition. Um, whereas Stevenage pushed forwards, nicking the ball high up the pitch, trying to create. Um, but you know, that, that there wasn't enough quality 
on the day to, to, looking, to do anymore. Stevenage were looking dangerous, though, at that stage yeah, of the game. Yeah. Although a few counter-attacks, and actually some of the balls played in behind the, the Pompey defence were mm-hmm. were making their way to where they, where they were supposed to. Um, you know, players players latching onto those those balls and looking looking dangerous. I was a bit surprised at the end with, you know, we mentioned the, the time-wasting yellow card, mm. um, but Portsmouth had... The later we got into injury time, the more urgency they seem to seem yeah. to have. Okay, we're, we're desperate they to win this game, but actually, Stevenage. I think they, I think they sort of I think they sort of realised that oh shit, this is Stevenage. We probably should win, be winning this game. I think they were playing a dangerous game because they, of the two yeah. teams at that point, they were the least like lesser likely to score. Yeah, we we brought yeah. on March and List and stopped being quite so like aerially direct, which hadn't worked all game anyway because Presley got wrestled, but. Mm-hmm. That meant that we had a lot of pacing behind, covering the wide open spaces, and List looked back to his rapid best, which was great. March does what March does, which it was is a little bit too little, too late, but it was right for the situation we were in. I think fantastic for List to see him back after three hundred and seventy something days, I believe. Yeah, it was uh, very early last season, an injury. Tram here, opening day of the season. First, yeah. first game of last season, I saw. Yeah, yeah. Just, just over. So it's wonderful to see him back out there, and he looks. Yeah, he looks his fiery, feisty self. He was put, putting tackles in, running after everything. Got a yellow card. Exactly. Oh, that was exactly what we want from the lad. He had a late header at the far post, and a, any a chap with six more inches in height would have absolutely buried it. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, but just at least he just puts it out for a corner. Yeah. Probably nearer the corner flag than uh, the goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 81, 81 minutes, the ref went down, the entire ground, and with John Mussinier <laughs> celebrated. The referee John Mussinier was walking up and down. John Mussinier was walking up and down the, the touchline, having a good old laugh about it. The referee stepped into the path of Neil, who would have made an interception and been through on goal. Got yeah. hurt in the shoulder because he'd stepped into the path of an on-rushing player and then restarted the ball by giving it to Portsmouth and played yeah. on for a little bit and then fucked off. It was just... Yeah. I mean, it summed up the shambles the, of the day that he had. The shenanigans and the histrionics of him announcing to everybody that he was injured were unbelievable. Like, for, Obviously, it's hilarious when he fell over. It was... There was some added hilarity when once we realised he was slightly injured. But then he got up seemed to be able to sprint down the other end of the pitch with no problem at all. And then decided, I think Portsmouth had a goal kick. And at that point, okay, I'm not fit to continue. And made a big, big demonstration yeah. of the fact that this is what he's decided. Um, it just, it looked, I've seen, I've seen Brazilian top foot like international footballers make less of a fuss. Say, I was about to say where are you going with this I've seen top <laughs> Brazilian oh, oh, I know we swear but keep it keep it somewhat PG <laughs> but I'd like genuinely thought he was faking and it faking injury or exaggerating injury out of like you're the referee mate um, it's the second home game in a row that the referee subbed himself off for Stevenage well, at least the first one was a muscle pull. It looked genuinely like he couldn't continue. Yeah, this, this one, eh? As he was you walking could argue, off... You could, you could argue that there was a case to do it tactically. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I, thought the, I, thought it was, I thought the last one was tactical because he was shite. Um, but this one, he, he, walked, he, walked off, he walked off pointing at his thigh as well, which was funny because it was his shoulder that he went down and hurt. <laughs> So you know, it's like when Steve, like you know, like when a player gets like kicked on the ankle, and he goes down holding his knee. Yeah, it was that kind of that kind of nonsense. Unbelievable. There was some hey, shades of what was his name that Paolo Di Canio gave, that shoved all those years ago. Paul Durkin. I was that game. Paul, Paul yes. Durkin. Were you? Yeah. Good times. Wow. And he did about eighty steps backwards and ended up. Flat I, would, on his I ass. don't think it was. I don't think it was Paul Durkin. I could be wrong, but. Uh, yeah, the yeah. It was a slightly Making... gingery referee. I remember that much. Paul Alcock, that name springs to mind. I may, I mean, I may have made a name up. I'm doubting myself here. No, but... Paul Durkin is a referee. It was Paul Al- Paul Alcock. Yes. Okay. 
can't, I can't I don't know. I don't know Sheffield Wednesday trivia. I, I don't know why I carried on looking, honestly. I, d- I don't know why I bothered to carry on looking when Paul said it was Paul, uh, when Pat said it was Paul, Paul Alcock. I might as well just gone, yeah, Pat, Pat's always right about this thing. This sort of thing. Just leave it. <laughs> um, right. While we've paused, I want to rewind a little bit. There was a shout for handball from a Marlon Pack shot which I had a terrible view of, and Adam will have had an even worse view of because it was the opposite end of the pitch. What did you think of that one, Nate? It looked, looked to me like it hit him on both the hand and the midriff. Yeah. His hand I, was I thought... down by the... His hand wasn't, like, snatched, snapped to his side, but his arm so, was down uh, by his side. Uh, it looked Premier like League VAR both. penalty. Yeah, it was in the natural position, position. and he didn't move it. It was just straight at him from point-blank range. Yeah, like, he didn't, he didn't have time to react because Pack absolutely... Fucks that ball at him. Yeah. Um, so I, it's, diff- it's difficult to. It's <laughs> difficult. It would be it would be really harsh to give it. But if the referee rewards your team that penalty, you celebrate it and you say, "Of course, it's a penalty all day long." There was a. Um, a pre- pre- Premier League VAR not a penalty against Tottenham if it's Man United. But if it's another team, then yeah, then they'd yeah, probably if, give it. If you're a bottom half team, they give that you against you all day long. Yeah, I I, um, I I kind of felt the same. Like it did look like it struck his hand, and it was more of a shout from the fans than the players. I thought, but oh yeah, yeah I mean he was so close to him, and he didn't move his hand into the way of it. His hand wasn't way out from his side; it was right by his side. So yeah. it's one of those I've seen him given, but I think it would have been harsh, and I'm glad it wasn't. Not just because of the. Red and yellow tinted spectacles. Red and yellow? Red and white tinted spectacles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am... Um, on 84 minutes, uh, Lewis Thompson came off and then the Pompey fans sang There's Only One Lewis Thompson, which I thought was a lovely, lovely moment from him. The change just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, obviously, Lewis Thompson had run, his, run himself into the ground. He'd take, taken that knock when he ended up sat on Adam's lap in the north. Um <laughs> It, see, I, I, I assume that it was a change of necessity. Basically, Thompson had to come off to, to, to get a bit of rest before Tuesday. And there wasn't a better or fit enough alternative on the bench to Josh March. But that change was so aggressive, taking a midfielder off for a forward. And where we'd been matching them in shape, or man-to-man, and for large parts getting the better of them, um, certainly after after the red card getting the better of them, that completely stopped all of our momentum. Um, and Portsmouth really came back into the game at that point and made for a very cagey final 20 minutes or so. Yeah, but there were still, there were still moments. Portsmouth had most of the possession at that point, but there were... Yeah. Stephen is just still looked more dangerous. Yeah, um, Roberts had that great burst down the left-hand side. He went about forty yards and then got taken out. And I was just willing him to thread a through ball yeah. to List or March, who were both making really dangerous-looking curved runs, but he couldn't quite get it out of his feet and get it to them. It was unfortunate. And the poor guy yeah, had struggled um, with cramp for about ten minutes. He kept uh, shrugging it off every time he went down. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's great save deep into added time. From Tay, um, ball came dangerously across. Tay saves it, pushes it, pushes it off to the side, and then the uh, the Portsmouth uh, right back was offside when the shot was taken. So his then dangerous cross field ball again, um, fortunately stopped uh, prevented prevented the, the that sequence from probably resulting in a Portsmouth goal because Stevenage players were all on their asses and Tay was sort of. Upside down, so yeah, we were doing. We were lucky when uh, Ogilvy down that left hand side just chipped his cross straight down Tay's throat as well. That should have oh, been yeah. that, that he had sh- a very good solid game defensively, but coming forward, not a lot. Yeah, and then um, I think the, I think probably the last thing, the last sort of big moment was uh, Paul putting in a phenomenal tackle um, down the um, down the Portsmouth right hand side. <laughs> to prevent um, somebody getting getting across 
a crossing. I think it was Jordan Roberts still at that stage um, from getting a crossing, and you know, with Stephen Ishwan wound up with a with a, um, a corner from that, and nothing happened, and then the game ended. So, but that was a that tackle really really saved Portsmouth's ass right at the death there, right in front of you, Adam. That tackle, phenomenal tackle. People screaming for a card around us, but everybody in the media, bo- media box was sort of like, well done. Yeah. <laughs> well done. That was very nice. <clears throat> My final notes of the game were second half was frenetic. That's a good word to describe it, yeah. End to end. Very blood and thunder, but ultimately mm. a draw, probably a fair result and a good point, certainly a good point. Yeah, absolutely. Draw. Absolutely a fair result, yeah. Frenetic feels like an understatement. <laughs> how how charged the, the chaotic second half was chaotic maybe um, I, I'm, I feel a bit thrown by this news that punches were actually thrown in the incident uh, yeah. because it's it's, the it's changed a lot of the, my perspective I mean it doesn't it doesn't change how inept the referee was um, just because uh, he mm. may have got one bit right um, but yeah it, it felt that that. Well, not just that, um, but the the little little incident just before half time um, in front of the dugouts as well. Um, yeah, but that that charged the game up a bit. It got the crowd into it. It got yeah, the 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 players into it a bit more, and that, it just it just meant it was it was just more fun. It was just more entertaining. There was you know the the tackles are flying in. Um, nobody's nobody's giving an inch. You know. It was it was it was good fun. As I say, it's good to watch. Where does it rank on uh, on your Stevenage games attendance? I mean, you, you the, I can imagine <laughs> most of the games you came to Stevenage was before Stevenage had a had a system that worked. So I bet you've come and seen some real dross. I mean, it's 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 not the first nil nil I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably it's the, best. It's the certainly, best. Certainly the best nil nil I've seen. <laughs> Yeah, it, it. What other games have you been to? Can you remember them all? Uh, probably. Um, there was a home defeat against Cambridge about Ugh. four or five years ago. Oh, I was going to say, it's a long time ago. We haven't lost to them for a long time. Um, the ridiculous before the, game before the, one of them. The ridiculous Northampton game. I mean, that, that was. Oh, what, lost October? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, three, two, three, two. A penalty in about the the second minute of the game. No, no, twenty 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 four seconds, I believe. That, the penalty okay. was awarded. First, first minute of the game. Uh, very, yeah. very early. Maybe, maybe taken in the second minute. Yeah, it. Yeah. Just uh, that. That was. That was. Just despite that start, Stevenage could have got got something from that game as well. It was. It was Should have the other, switched off after we pulled it back to TT. Um, but there was also a nil-nil against Mansfield last season. Oh Jesus! On one of the coldest, oh yeah, yeah, coldest, F- awful, awful game of football as well, wasn't it? Awful. Couldn't tell you anything of note that occurred in the. In no, the nothing game. did. No, nothing did. It was 22, 22 men stood on a field trying not to play football and be cold. It was oh. so cold. The, yeah. the coldest Awful. I think I've been at any sporting event of my entire life. That was, it was like normally I kind of think, well, you wrap yourself up, you know, hat, scarf, yeah. gloves, you 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 get cosy. You just couldn't. It was absolutely Baltic. I had I had my electric coat on. <laughs> electric coat. Yeah, it's got you know like uh, electric blankets. It's got like the wiring that goes through the coat. So you plug it like somewhere to plug it in. You, you just, in fact, yeah, I plug I plug this whopping great fucking portable battery into it, and it uh, and it keeps me warm for about seventy minutes. <laughs> which yeah, which which isn't enough. No, the, and the, the, <laughs> at that point it's dark at that time of year. Yeah, right, exactly. It's even colder. Yeah. Yeah, and it, then it, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. My toes are falling off at the same time. Like, <laughs> just makes it more obvious that my toes are falling off because the rest of me is nice and toasty. <laughs> All I think it achieves is it it lets you know what you're missing. 
so so when you go and join yeah. the stream cold yeah um I'd like, talk, I'd like to i'd like to talk about the oh. bell um that's it can we talk about the trumpet instead it was the same bloke by the way it's the the bloke with the bell is the bloke with the trumpet Played about two squeaks on the trumpet. There was a lot more bell than trumpet. I quite, I quite, I quite appreciate. Quite, uh, I was the quite appreciative of the fact that uh, when, uh, yeah, yeah, when uh, whoever it was, when Pidge went down, you know, with a cut to his forehead, um, uh, he was started doing a siren. I like the fact that you did the same thing as I did during the match. You didn't say the word siren, and it's more impressive because that's what you're drinking. Uh, you forgot <laughs> the word siren and you said ambulance noise. I said ambulance yeah. noise and felt like an absolute moron. <laughs> like, who forgets the word siren? I think I think it's because what my kids said um, when we were we were sat there. That's that's that's, that's, an, that's ambulance. an ambulance noise. Um, so, but you know, you knew what I meant. Yeah, but it's still, it, how how to be technically correct without being correct? <laughs> um, no, no Doppler effect as the it's it got further away though. No. Um, the no. it impressed. I have to hand it to the club shop for for getting a replacement number five shirt organised. The <laughs> they don't print. They don't print uh, in the club shop. Do they not? So what would no. happen? Uh, go, let's uh, let's go behind uh, the curtain here. Keith Keith Bell. I assume big the the legendary Keith Bell, who is the Stevenish kit man. He is borough through and through. Um, he um we do love Keith. Um. I assume that he uh, went and took Pidge's shirt that had a little bit of blood on it and went and cleaned it. In between fetching balls from the car park, which he does on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we had a conversation. I had a conversation about that with my kids as well. Is one went over the north stand, one definitely went over the west stand. Speculating. That's the to... first time I've seen someone clear the north stand. By the way, Is I've it? never seen. Yeah, because the well, I mean, the new north stand, the the old north stand was about as tall as Patrick, so. It was quite easy to it's quite easy to clear that one and Laurie Wilson did it on a regular basis. Yeah. But um but yeah, no, that north that new north sound's quite tall. Um it's at least three Patrick Jacksons. So and the fact that uh, the fact that uh, their forward managed to tow it he didn't even have it he didn't even like drill it, did he? He just sort of stuck flung a foot at it and it just fucked off out of the stadium. I was mighty impressed. Mm. I'm pleased. So you don't get that at Tottenham, um, and, and it's much the worse for it. Yeah, you don't get that sort of entertainment at Spurs, do you? <laughs> no, no, you definitely do not. Imagine being able to get a ball out of stadium there, though. That would be that's fucking a, impressive. That's, what, that's exactly what I mean, yeah. He must have a foot like a traction engine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, us three and maybe one or two other listeners will get that. I'd like to think that. Um, it's not that niche. Uh, my, my, it's probably it's, the least niche thing, actually, for Partridge, isn't it? Let's be fair. My my seven-year-old daughter, by the way, so I, as as we alluded to at the start, having won this prize, take the family. Um, and you know, my, my son, Henry, who's 12. You, did, you didn't have to take the family. You could have taken anyone, really. Well, I had to take two <laughs> two people that were under 18. So it's a bit iffy if you start sort of <laughs> getting people up the street. Um, so I thought my my own flesh and blood would be safer here. Um, but you did describe them as quite keen uh, when uh, when yeah, you yeah, told yeah, them that you'd yeah. won the prize. Yeah, there's there's quite keen when something might happen in the future. Um, I'm speaking specifically about Matilda, my seven year old. Um, she has been to a couple of football matches, but gets a bit bored. Uh, my hopes weren't high on about two or three minutes when she was moaning that she was cold. And at that point it was raining and it was rain, rain, was, rain was blowing in and it was, it was quite bleak. And then about, it was one of those classic days of ever changing weather. And then the sun comes out yeah. and, and then on about 15 minutes, she moaned that she was hot, uh, which was <laughs> terrific. Um, but, but the, the game entertained her. Brilliant. She, she she didn't resort to any sort of phone or iPad or anything like that. It was she was she was gripped by the thing and really enjoyed it. And I think there's just a, something about and the fact that maybe it was due to the farce of, of the refereeing or whatever it was, but the crowd were into it. There was an atmosphere and yeah, 
and she just picked up on that. You so, must know. There must there must be quite a good um, atmosphere if, if the North is aware of the atmosphere because that that place <laughs> is quite often a, a having sat sat there for a whole season. It's a quiet place usually. Yeah, there was. There's not a lot of singing goes on there. Oh, the singing's coming from the east. Yes, um, but there, there's quite there's quite a bit of noise and there's quite a bit of anger. Yes, and it, <laughs> they used to be much because I was there. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah, I, I'd, I'd I'd say me and Chuds used to be about fifty percent, maybe sixty percent of the anger from that stadium, from that stand. I, I noticed today <clears> that <throat> make it count. John has gone into the north. I didn't know that until today. Oh, I was he? disappointed. That's one of the highlights of my games. That and Carol going, oh, blimey, blimey, which happened today. That was good fun. <laughs> I, um, I, got called a, I got called a wanker today at the, at, the, at the game. When um, there was some, I don't know, there was some, someone was down hurt. I think it might have been Thompson. And some blokes were stood up for, for reasons unknown. And me and uh, Mr. Mr. Metcalf from the Comet were like, we're trying to see who's fucking getting subbed on and subbed off here. So I leaned forward. So I was like, excuse me, mate, do you mind just sitting down? I can't see what's going on. He turned around and goes, there's nothing going on. So I was like, <laughs> well, I mean, there's clearly something going on because there's players coming on. Can you just sit down, please? At the same time, Neil went, ah, just sit down, you dick. Um, <laughs> to, which, uh, to, to which the Blake and his mate <laughs> sat down. But they, uh, yeah, they called, called us wankers and, and they weren't particularly happy with us. If just if you're near the media box, sit the fuck down. We've got a job to do, dickheads. We, I was told to sit down when the cats came over to say hello at about two forty-five, and we were just yeah. standing. Um, oh, you the, can't be, you can't get told to sit down before the game starts. Two two forty-five, told to sit down straight up. I just, I just said fuck off. What's he, what's he thinking? All right. I'm going to have a word. I'm going to have, I'll, I'll have a word with Jane, um, who's like sort of head steward person. Um, next next no, time. No, no, game, no. Not by, a, not, by, not by a steward, by the... Oh, oh, by a fan. By a fan in the row behind. Oh, oh all right. Hey, you just tend to fuck off then. Even, even more so. 2.45. Unbelievable. What was he? What was... She. She. Face like thunder, absolute yeah. face like thunder. Ask just that. get, just she get. Might, a she life. might listen to this. I hope she does. Get a life, love. It's too. If you're telling people to sit down before the football's even started, just get up yourself and go and stand down the front if you want to go and have a look. Goodness me. The players have gone in. I think from the warm-ups at that point. Yeah, they, they would have literally nothing yeah. to see. The deadest point of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I did enjoy Zraka's giving out the warning to people in the North Stand that they're going to do some shooting drills now. Pay attention, everyone. Yeah. Oh, oh one yeah. nearly, one very nearly took Yessie out. Like she said, yeah, she, she, really. said she, she felt the wind of the ball <laughs> right past her face. Jesus. Ab- it was absolutely middled, leathered it was. <laughs> Roughly, sweetly struck. Good. Well, I mean, not that, not that sweetly because it didn't hit the fucking net, did it? Um, <laughs> Uh, should we talk about upcoming games, Pat? That's sort of partly the reason why we're here as well, isn't it? We probably should. Etter to oh, next you do that. Game. My, throat, my throat hurts. Well, we've got Exeter coming up next in the Cup, a long Tuesday night away trip, which is what everyone wants in the League Cup second round. On the glass half full side, maybe it's a chance for us to give players that are coming back to full fitness more minutes in the legs. You might see Listy starting. We had Sweeney and... Um, Anderson on the bench today, so maybe if they're well, it's way too early for those two. They Probably. were put, they, felt- they they were put there with every intention of letting Phil know that they were not ready. Okay, well there we go. So maybe not that. Uh, presumably Hedge will be back in. We'll find out. Um, we picked up possibly a couple more injuries today. There was um, Ben Thompson definitely nursing a wrist. He got it all strapped up, but after yes, the game, he, did, he was yeah. clapping on his arm. That looked painful um, you can play through that though he's not a quarterback is he well fair i suppose but um presley went down and was replaced by neil and yeah. you don't know how bad that was but it's the sort of player you'd rest i think in it was i think that you're not that bothered about i think it was precautionary 
Yeah. But it feels but he like went, he, went, he went down twice, didn't he? As he sort of, yeah, he did. He, he, he received treatment, tried to carry on, and then they'd laid down again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hard to, hard to tell exactly what. And played, and the referee let the let the game continue for a full five minutes. It wasn't five, but a full felt like a full five minutes. He didn't do that when he went down himself, did he? No, <laughs> prick. Um, Adam, Adam. So, do you think we'll beat Exeter? Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, that's about it's as bad a as, it gets, tie. As, a, as a like. Obviously, you can get you can get Premier League teams at this point it, it's still yeah. it's split south north still isn't it it's still so still split just south to rub north, yeah. salt in the wo- salt in the wounds like most north we couldn't have got a further team away we literally couldn't have got a team that's further away and most See, most northern teams would be closer than exeter surely as yeah. well just to plymouth, plymouth maybe actually is plymouth slightly further plymouth than exeter is, plymouth is further than exeter that equally that I shit verify. um i mean i've done, I've, I've done fair, plymouth to compare it oh, no, with Tottenham's, not... Tottenham's draw, um, Tottenham have got a long trip to Fulham. Um, is that because you're not in? Is that because you're not in Europe this year? That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only team yeah, extra have lost this. Sorry. No, go on. I was going to say the only team extra have lost to this season is Portsmouth, who we just drew with. So that's a good sign. And we beat Watford to get to this stage, which is a is a scalp, isn't it? And they uh, scrape past Crawley Town 2-1 and Crawley Town are Crawley Town, so... Crawley Town got absolutely battered today by Swindon, I believe. Good. Um, or six, did they batter Swindon? 6-0? Or 6 or six Yeah. Something. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, hopefully things things started surprisingly well in Crawley this season and it makes me feel very uneasy. <laughs> so hopefully, the, hopefully they trend back down to the bottom of the league where they belong. Um... Uh, yeah, Exeter is one of those games where it's like, ah, oh, what a shit draw, but for a Tuesday night. But at the same time, pressure's off though. It's right. very, it's a very winnable game. Exeter aren't a bad side, but you know what? Neither is Stevenage, so it's a very winnable tie. It's it's one of those ties that neither te- fans of neither team are happy with it. Neither team wants this game to play. Get it out, day over and done with. No one gives a fuck about what. The- what the result is, just get on with it. Done. Yep. Nil nil for a win on penalties, done. <laughs> who have we got? Who we got on uh, Saturday, Pat? I literally haven't got a clue. Late noise away. I do have a clue. I do have a clue. It took a minute, but I do have a clue. I wanted to go and I've changed my mind. <laughs> Late and Orient are currently eighteenth. One but win, they won one again. draw, they won three against, losses. Yeah, but they won against uh who Cambridge. Top of the table, Cambridge United today. No longer uh, top of the table, but were top of the table. They're now ninth. They're down to like, yeah, they've 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 fallen, haven't they? That's Again, how much the table means this um, year. Hopefully, yeah. that continues. Yeah. That that, right. that continues in that direction, and they end up languishing down there where they were last season too. Um, nothing worse than a Cambridge fan reminding you they're top of the league. Ugh. Well, they can't. Actually, there's lots worse than it, but it's terrible. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Just, just, my, just my, a complete, my, sorry, just a complete side note. I have a question for you, Nate. Any? Are there any teams in the? No, in in the entire football league pyramid that you like? <laughs> I love Stevenage. <laughs> sorry, I thought that was. I thought that was a given. Any other um, teams that you don't hate? I I appreciate Brighton at the moment. Um, they play nice football. Um, there's literally nothing to hate about Brighton, is there? Nothing to hate about Brighton. They play attractive football. Their their fans don't seem like a bunch of c- um. Yeah, but Brighton are quite quite nice. Um, there are a few teams in League One I don't have a problem with. <laughs> I think <laughs> I can't think of who they are right now. Uh, I haven't got a problem with Wickham. They're just Wickham, aren't they? That was, that, I don't. I don't know how you can have a problem with Wickham. They're literally the most boring, nothing middle, n- non-offensive team in the history of f- football teams. There's just nothing about them. The Colts of the EFL. <laughs> I'm not having that. Quite a lot. Of, quite a lot of people dislike the Colts for some bizarre reason. 
I don't know why. Maybe it's because we spent the last twenty years destroying your franchise. This is this is what the Borough Pod listeners we're, want to we're hear. Bleeding, we're bleeding into the wrong fucking um, <laughs> podcast here. So it's time for any other business. No, wait, no, no, no. That's too. That is far too much. Long snapper. On um, the subject of Leighton Orient, they lost at yes. home four nil to Portsmouth in recent past. So oh, that just means we're going to lose two nil. And no, we should go in there not overawed and thinking we can get some points from that one. I I would love it, right? If we go into that game, uh, we come out of that game, sorry, having won 1-0 with about 25% possession, having played nothing but long balls over the top. <laughs> I love it. I would love it because their fans will cry and cry on Twitter so much. Oh, God. I'm gonna, my use of the Nick Cage, like breathe it in meme uh, will just be like so constant on Saturday evening if we if that's what happens I can't the one, wait the one with the hair the, the Con Air the Con Air gif where he's just he's just letting his hair fly flap in the air no 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 where he's literally like he's literally like taking a big deep breath he's like so breathe it in <laughs> enjoy enjoy the tears of your those shit fuckers I don't know <laughs> there you go. There, I'm going to say it again. Uh, there you go. Uh, my my swearing has been off the charts today. Back normal shoes. Normal service has been resumed. Uh, we're going to wrap it up because I can hardly talk now. That's it. I've had enough. Glad <laughs> <laughs> we got together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as ever, Patrick. It's it's always a pleasure having you here to chat Barrow with. Likewise. And uh, Adam, thanks for joining us. Uh, you weren't as useless and uh, as 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 uh, pointless having here as you believed. So I'm glad oh, that you, I, you. I I I definitely yeah. was. I've I've very much enjoyed my first and last appearance on Barapod. Um, so thank oh, you for having boo. me. Come to more games. <laughs> should, I should have um I should have asked Greg. Oh, he's been. He was on last week, wasn't he? He was on last week. Yeah. No, you don't want to. You don't want. That negativity twice in two weeks. You definitely <laughs> just replace his negativity with my negativity. There we go. Someone um, needs to do it. It's not going to be me. Uh, we've got a, um, a, a Stevenage fixtures competition starting for September onwards because I forgot to get it ready for the beginning of August. Um, you can predict every league Stevenage league fixture, um, and you know, win points if you get things right. There might be a prize at the end of the season. I haven't decided if and what it will be yet, but there might be a prize at the end of the season for the winner. Um, the, the details of how to take part will be on our Twitter page. They already are. And on our website, uk. Almost nothing is on there, so maybe go there anyway. Can maybe I'll see something new this week. Can you visit red cards? No, but maybe I... Hmm, I might be changing the format. Fuck you, Adam. Um, <laughs> I might chuck a red, a red card, wild card thing in that you can use once a month, once a... I don't know, once every couple of months. Every time Simon Shithead is in charge of a Stevenage game. Every time that bloke is in charge of a Stevenage game, everyone's going to go, red card! Um, which you know, wouldn't be out of which wouldn't be uh, out of uh, the ordinary for the people that have entered this so far. So many people have just put Stevenage to win one nil on every game. <laughs> yeah, use your imagination, it, folks. Come which on. which I do annoyingly think is going to be a really really successful tactic. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that is irritating. There's a I do a competition at work. It's on the. Superbrew platform. It's basically predicting every Premier League game, and there are people that just yeah. put put like two one for every single every single oh. game, and they end up near the top. Unimaginative, yeah. fun sucking bastards. <laughs> stick a uh, five four. Stick a five four in there. You never know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, right. I, I've, we've spoken for way too long. And it's like 10 minutes after I said my freight hurts. So, up the borough. Woo! Woo!
Oh, we got seaways. Oh, fuck. Am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah, you can swear. Oh, okay. Not that, I not that that's my thing. We're trying to sort of like rein it in a little bit, but not too much. I mean, you're on it, so. Right, exactly. A lot of people kept complaining because I did have one episode towards the end of last season where I said fucking about it, like punctuation. Um, but then before the first game of the season, one of the uh, Stevenish fan in the uh, Broadle suite told me to uh, to fuck him and that it's passion and it's real and it's me. So there we go. Yeah, I got feedback from that same fan that there wasn't enough swearing the week you weren't on, so that's a lesson <laughs> learned. Okay, well, uh, this isn't even... I'm recording it, but it's not going in, but I hope there's enough swearing for you this week, Fiona. I'll cut that out and I'll stick it in. What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNuggets share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.